Hi, I'm Stacey Schmicker-Rowan, Editor-in-Chief of Hospitality Design Magazine with HD's What I've Learned podcast. 35 years ago, Corinna Kreshmer Jonik and Peter Jonik became intertwined by their shared love of design, founding JOI Design in Hamburg, Germany. Since then, they and their family-like team have designed more than 500 hotel projects around the world, including the Moxie Hamburg City and Il Solotto Wines and Resort in Italy. As they say, we are people designing for people, and it is the greatest gift and the greatest challenge at the same time. Think of a space in your house where your day starts and ends, that gathers the family and nurtures the body and soul. A place to take care of yourself, or one that takes care of you. For more than 30 years, Craft in Maine has been transforming bathrooms to feel like home. Craft in Maine is committed to designing functional, stylish, and innovative pieces, from bathroom vanities and LED mirrors to jet coats shower walls that meet the highest level of quality and durability. Beyond offering products, Craft in Maine also improves lifestyles while helping prepare you for moments that will last a lifetime. Their mission is to offer the best of everything in the bath industry and in customer service. Because they value people, they value you. Learn more about Craft and Maine's product offerings at craftandmaine.com. Hi, I'm here with Karina and Peter. Thanks so much for joining me today. How are you two? Hello, Stacy. Uh, well, I'm fine. I think Corina also. <laughs> yes, uh, very, very fine. <laughs> we are here in our office villa in Hamburg. Okay, so let's start at the beginning. Let's start with you, Peter. Where did you grow up? Well, I grew up in Bavaria, in south of Germany, uh, and uh, my father was an electric engineer, more a scientific guy of uh, personality. Uh, my mother was at home and caring for the children and doing lovely cooking. Uh, I still admire most of the, the, the food she cooked was always lovely. Um, well, and I then... If you, if we continue my life, uh, I I was always interested in art, and uh, uh, I always had these two things in my in my soul, which is the science, and and as I was, um, I liked to to make my motorbikes faster and, and all these boys things, uh, faster and louder, of course, um, but at the same time I always uh, painted and so on. And uh, so I found interior design was the perfect compromise between the two uh, um, things that that lived in my in my body. Um, and uh, interior design really is something with that has to do with art, but at the same time it has to be done. And and so the pragmatism of being um, not scientific scientist—that's the wrong word—but uh, but to be pragmatic helps a lot uh, in in realizing. The, the projects that we design. Yeah, for sure. And then probably you got some of that from your father. Yeah, sure. My father my father also had a little workshop where he was constructing a lot of furniture and, and lots of things. Uh, and I was always interested to work there. And uh, I, actually, I was not sure whether I should study at all or go to a, to a, a woodworking shop uh, and, and no. work there. In the end, oh, and I earned money during my my uh, studies by um, building in doors and windows in in new in new buildings. Um, but during that time, at latest, I, I recognized that's not nothing for my life. So yeah, we stu I studied. <laughs> yeah, where did you go to school? Uh, 
also in Bavaria, I, I was born in Kronach, which is nobody from outside of Germany, even in Germany, nobody would know. <laughs> then I, <laughs> and then it's still in the south of Germany. And then my, my parents moved, including myself uh, and my brother, I have a brother, to, um, to the uh, western part of Germany, Palatina, and then, and then uh, where I studied also. Then I moved to Hamburg. My, my brother studied actually geophysics and moved to Australia now. He lives in Australia with a Mexican wife. <laughs> and, and I you know, lived together with Corinna in Hamburg. Amazing. All right, Corinna, your turn. Where did you grow up? Yeah, differently. Uh, I was grown up in the middle somewhere, western part of Germany. Uh, my parents are both uh, musicians. My mother is not with us anymore. My father is still, he is 94. I'm very happy to have him still with me here in Hamburg in a senior's residence. And they were uh, musicians. Uh, my father a singer and my mother a piano player, pian uh -huh. pianist. And uh, they met, uh, studying, uh, came together, and then they had master classes and uh, taught students to to do music. My brother and me, uh, also two two children. Uh, my brother, uh, yeah, began to play cello. I began to play the piano and the flute, the servant flute, and we sang. So in our childhood, we had a lot of music. My my brother still uh, stayed with this. He's uh, he's still doing this in a pop version, more modern, contemporary. Um, and my also dad, married, I, also married to a musician. Yeah, he's married <laughs> to a singer. And uh, myself, yeah, I at some point I I said, oh, practicing each day in my in my room hours for hours, and then. Beginning from scratch, when I go on stage, when I have to present it to an audience, I was too <laughs> shivering and scared. It was, for me, um, it was lovely music. I love it still, but um, I then somehow find, found out at school that there is something else, what, what I love more. Uh, this was art. We, we call it building arts also in, at school, so drawing pictures and so uh, graphics and and uh, learning about big um, painters and so. And uh, I was interested in that. And my parents said, okay, this is also creative. You can go <laughs> forward with this. And then uh, I, I became, became in, I came into this direction for interior design. And my mother, <clears throat> by, by the way, she uh, first before she became she twisted into music and what was her passion she began studying medicine because her father was a doctor and I had this also in my soul and I was also struggling in my youth and said to her I have to help people and then she encouraged me to do interior design she said you can help people with nice rooms nice ambience you can make them happy and healthier and that's amazing so did you go study for interior design then yeah, I, I studied in, in exactly interior design. And in my hometown, it was not spectacular. There was only, only the musical high school with my parents. And there was a high school for architecture and the interior architecture. So oh, I stayed there. I had a nice youth, very protected, very small city, 60,000 uh, inhabitants. And uh, my crowd of yeah people whom I knew from school. And then the new crowd of people from the students. And I had a, and I had a nice youth and then then I moved to Hamburg yeah after studies Got and it. then I met Peter already 
<laughs> yes. Wait, so the high school ha- was dedicated to interior architecture and architecture? That's amazing. Yeah. You don't find that often. No, this is also in Germany, not often. That's right. Yeah. Yeah, we call it high school here. We have got technical universities, universities, and uh, and high school. The high school, it, it's the same stuff you you get taught by it's a university. but but it's uh yeah it's it's uh, like i think internationally the uh, translation is a university that, but um we were we also did practical work there yeah and do, do you still play piano and cello yeah uh, sorry please. i'm unfortunately i love music i'm i'm touched by heart and when i hear nice music i'm crying but, but i'm i'm happy and i sing but i don't I, I didn't practice, so I'm happy when I'm together with my friends, with my brother's friends, and they have a guitar, and then we can sing around the fireplace or so, but I'm more the listener now. Yeah. Does <laughs> your brother go out and perform? Is he like a... Yes, oh. yes. Yeah, yeah, he still does. He's always with bands, uh, traveling and so. But because he cannot live from that alone, it's uh, not so easy. Sometimes also the the last two years were very poor of course um he takes photos from from our interiors he's a good photographer also uh, he's a creative person yeah so we man. work together also family business yeah a man of many talents i love it and so we yeah. go back to your mom's influence so w- what troubles were you having what did you wh- you know why was interior design an outlet or why did she think it was an outlet for you can you go back over what you what you yeah. said yeah yeah, she was uh, she was very emotional and very yeah empathetic. So and and because she had a, also a very similar history because she she first she thought she should help people and she sh- should study medicine, becoming a doctor because her father was that. Um, but then came the Second World War. She uh, was born in 20, 20, uh, 1925. And uh, then she became a nurse and helped people and soldier, uh, soldiers and so. But um, then she she found out that her passion is in music and she was so much, much happier when she, when she finally got there and could, could do this and practice this and teach this to young students. Therefore, she said to me, when I was also beginning to think I have to become a doctor, I have people, she said, no, do what your passion is, do, and, and you can, you are then much much better you can be much better and much more helpful for people if you do it right and you you can do always the best thing for helping people also with that so she pushed me in the in this direction love it love it love it okay so how did you two meet yeah stopped studying i had my degrees i was an engineer and so um I was ready with my studying and then I I looked wherever I, I I had to move from my little town into the world. This was clear. And then I found Hamburg as a nice city. And then, ah, there is a nice office, Jönk Interior Design is the last name. A joy Design comes from that. It's a short version of Jönk Interior Design, the last name from Peter. And then I applied for a job and we had an interview and I found him very sympathetic. 
And uh, yeah, it was. Uh, but it, it, a match. it took it took something it took like years. seven years. So, yeah. yeah, yeah. We just he was my boss, and I was the employee, and I started there, and it was a super nice. And we called yeah, us by, by the last names. She was yeah. Mrs. Kretschmann. I was Mr. Young. So it's that's in a Germany, crazy it's thing in Germany. Yeah. It's very crazy. Uh, when we meet, when we met that time already, when we had international uh, relationships with business partners, uh, clients, then we called ourselves by the first names because everybody does it. I said Peter, uh, but in the German language, you say then... Uh, Z, yeah, not the U. Uh, it's it's crazy. So um, we work together normally, boss and employee. And then after seven which has completely years, changed, as you can can imagine. Yeah, no. <laughs> I now know who the after, boss is. <laughs> no, 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 no. Uh, half half. But after no. seven years, after seven years, everybody 19... who listens, everybody who listens to that podcast can can measure it by the amount of speak. Speech no, no, you will, you will continue. No, you will continue. In 1993, I began working for Peter. And then in 2000, I moved to Switzerland because he was so nice. He observed and he spoke with me and I said, I want to go abroad. I want to go. I want to do something else. I want to. I don't want to stay in Hamburg all the time. I loved New York, for example. <laughs> so, yeah, I wanted to go into the world. And then uh, he said, yeah, there is a possibility, not New York, sorry, but uh, Zurich, Switzerland. Uh, I have a client there. Maybe we can open up a branch office there with you and another partner. And we did that. And so we became partners. And for the part, and in Switzerland, the, the people say already this you and you, Peter and Corinne. And it was very difficult for us to, to yeah, come into this uh, routine. But uh, yeah, we worked together and I became a partner for one more year then. And after, then it was very, yeah, interesting. He, I knew Peter, he had a family, two li nice little boys. They were little, very little when I began working in Hamburg. I, I knew the family, but the, there was a divorce in between and I knew he was alone and he lived uh, on his own. And so, yeah, and then somehow the distance made it, I think, because from distance we we, we got to know each other differently with more... Yeah, also and Corinna became famous in, in, in Switzerland yeah, famous. because yeah, really because she was in the newspapers and she was working. She did the first McDonald's hotel, actually the fast food McDonald's, and she yes. did two, two two hotels, the worldwide first McDonald's hotels. Actually, they they were the only ones uh, that ever <laughs> ever built. But uh, yeah, so all the press was full with uh, pictures of Corinna, and I I thought, wow. It's a powerful little girl. Nice. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, and we yeah, we came together somehow. It was it was again my mother, by the way. This was again my mother. I said to be yeah, he he once I, I thought, yeah, well, he's really nice and so but it cannot be. He was my former boss. I always had something in my eye mind but no, I didn't let it because I thought it cannot be this is not allowed he was my former boss what shall the people think uh, and then I spoke to my uh, my mother once I know I remember this very well and then I said to her I'm very sad because it's not possible he's so such a nice person and we we have the same goals we have the same interests and we are we work so nicely together and we 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 could there could be a closer relationship and then she we had several of these uh, co yeah conversations and then 
after a few, she said, yeah, well, there will come a time. And I said, what? What do you mean? There will come a time? Do you think this is, will be possible in, uh, in a special period of time? And she said, yes, of course. Wait for the right moment. And so, so it was again her. <laughs> she pushed me in this direction. <laughs> yeah. Amazing. And, and Peter, how, why did you start your own firm before Karina came? Did you work somewhere else before or what was it that made you launch your own firm? Yeah, actually, I, I was always wanting to do it on my own, to work on my own. But of course, I was an employee for, I think, three or four years uh, with an, an, uh, yeah, an office where we did work for private clients. But also, my former boss started to work in hospitality and we did a, a kind of famous luxury ultra luxury project in um, south of germany and during that time uh, i i learned to learn to know other clients and i told my my boss um i would love to continue working with you but as a freelance and i uh, i i do my own Uh, uh, office and that all that worked well um, and I never had not enough work it was all I was always busy uh, actually my my own problem was always space because I started of course at home in my my little apartment uh, and then we got a baby with my uh, f first wife and uh, I had to go Well, I, my first employee was sitting next to me, actually, at the same desk in that uh, in that little room, which 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 I used as an office, which then had to become the child's room, and uh, so I rented an office, and then I hired a lot of people, and it grew relatively fast, uh, up to 50 people around around that. We had uh, these partnerships in in England, in in Holland and an office in south of Germany. And actually, the, the office became so big that uh, I lost control. And uh, there was a crisis also, 9-11, uh, and, and afterwards that, that uh, economic crisis. And I fell in receivership. And uh, then I had nothing. And uh, because it was a private uh, uh, company, it was not that I... I haven't had the possibility to take out any money of that company so i i was really afraid to sit under the bridges and and ask uh, people for with my hat for for some coins um well it, it didn't happen but uh, the risk was given and uh, actually together with corinna then uh, we reopened uh, the office it was called after my name Jung, the first time and then took the office together with with corinna was joy design And she officially was my boss uh, then. So that the roles changed uh, completely because she owned the company and I was just her employee. <laughs> and why Joy? It, I know it's a, it's a truncated version, but... Yeah, Joy with a J-O-I, not Y. Uh, is Joy is, J is from Jönk, O, uh, also J-O, Jönk. I interior and we kept the design J-O-I design yep. in, in the beginning we called ourselves J-O-I design and everybody else said Joy Design from the beginning and, and then after a while we also changed to Joy Design many years ago already <laughs> <laughs> well, you're bringing joy <laughs> yeah, yeah. Thank you. 
So it works. It works. So you relaunched the company. Were you guys always wanting to do hospitality? Was that your passion? Were you doing anything else at the same at the time? Tell us kind of how you progressed from there to where you are today. Do you want me to to answer, Corinna? Normally it's your. Yeah, please. Well, yeah, okay. yeah. Uh, well, <laughs> as as my previous boss did a did a luxury hotel, um, I was also involved in the hotel scenery somehow and um, so my, from the beginning I, I my clients came from the hospitality industry so it was uh, it became a passion like with Corinna uh, after a while at the beginning it, it could have been anything I could have done shops theaters whatever I was I was very open to, to, to do anything actually my my interest always was to build big cities, I was. I actually, after my studies of interior design, I wanted to to become an architect, and I started even studying architecture. As uh, anything with interior design was, for me, was too small. I I wanted to build cities and high-rise buildings and so on, um, but I stayed. <laughs> I stayed with the interior design. So um, it was not a passion from the beginning. Uh, it it. It came through the work that I that I did, and uh, after getting uh, into the hospitality, I fell in love, like like with Corinna. Uh, I'm not the 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 one who is immediately falling in love. It takes me a while, slowly, slowly, guy. Um, and, and now I really love hospitality and the open-minded people being in that in that uh, uh, area of hospitality. So it's it's beautiful yeah. now yeah i yeah i think uh, it's uh, we we got to know other fields in between and now we we are working also in other fields and sometimes the other fields are more profitable <laughs> we we can experience that also the the timelines are not so the return on invest has to be then the opening and not it's not so stressful sometimes and so but we love the this hospitality family the, what you just said, this um, this mindset, the, the people, it's uh, yeah, we have grown with them, and we we can understand them. I think also the best, and uh, yeah, we love it. That's amazing. And how do you two work well together? Like, where what are your strengths and weaknesses, and how do you co you know complement each other? Uh, yeah, we, compliment we complement each others in any way, in any, really in any way. Karina <laughs> is emotional, talking a lot. I'm I'm more the calm guy, not talking too much actually, and uh, but I and I'm I'm within the office. I'm the technician, and she's more the creative probably. Um, actually, we we don't have a split of of uh, jobs in the office. Corinna does the same as I do. Probably she does a bit more. Uh, she's a bit more on stages than I am. She's more the 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 person who does. Uh, marketing and presentations yes yeah and, and i'm i'm doing the costs of the projects which i yeah, is more, do not Peter, like so much but i have to it is more at the beginning involved uh, because yeah he has more experience still and he is 
for the concepts, for the big concepts, he can shift the areas and he knows what is, yeah, what is best for delivering and for staff and for all the back of house areas and all these things. And then he's good in the numbers and the and very quick in the head with with the big numbers and shifting also there the the right areas coming together for the investment this is not my kind of field but uh, we are both uh, in the design we are both passionate and we have different opinions often but i think this is also good to balance this out and then uh, we work always with the team we we are just uh, at the beginning we are the impulse uh, givers and then we come together with the team and uh, I, I think then I sit longer together with the team because I'm the more the passionate per um, a patient patient person so I, I sit there and we study and one detail and shift it from left to right and I do, and I, do the, I do the next project then I, I'm yes. not patient at all I, I always want to continue 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 further next go on and uh, yeah Love it. And tell us about your team what, or, your, um, or your office. What's it like? How big is it? Um, what's your culture like? What do you try to instill in your team? Yeah, yeah let's start with the culture. We are a, a family. Fa family office, as, as Corinna already said, the, the brother, her brother does the pictures and previously also our uh, sister-in-law was at, at running the, the uh, office. Um, and we we kept that idea of a family with all our employees. And um, before we had uh, COVID, uh, we were more than forty people. But that was a really a cut in our office. We are now um, altogether, I think, thirty-five. Again, um, yeah. Again, yeah, we, yeah. We we hired again. Um, so we within Europe, we are a big um, a big office within Germany. Anyway, the largest one. Uh, internationally, uh, there are much larger offices in in US and Asia. Especially Asia is growing in, in, in interior design, and Asia. We also have an well. I'm not not sure whether that fits to your questions, but but we have an office in Asia. We opened an a office there also due to a client which we have in India, uh, and and that's that's a. a, a growing market which really is is fun to work in yes yeah, yeah. Mm. but maybe come to get to back to the office and uh, maybe i can show you when i put my me a bit further we are living in we are working in a in an old villa in in the in a with a big garden with green around and it's really 100 years old and uh, we rented it uh, it's not ours unfortunately but it's nice to to be here and the people love it and um, yeah this is already this underlines and uh, emphasizes this uh, feeling of uh, working together as a family and we have this flat uh, hierarchy uh, in between so the team is key it's we we would be nothing without the team and we are many women by the way uh, it's a uh, interior design is a female profession and uh, it works quite well i think because of the flat hierarchy so we are not uh, there is no uh, being jealous or something she has the nicer projects or something like that so we are always uh, yeah it's it's uh, joy design is working uh, because we are, we we love to be together. We experienced this remotely working in the past two years, and of course we do it still uh, one two days a week. It's possible that the the people 
work from, from home, also with the mothers work from home. This is very important. But also the mothers and everybody loves to come here to exchange our minds and, and picking out the, the right materials and draw together the first sketches. And so it's teamwork. It's always teamwork and, and, and knowledge exchange from the more experienced people, uh, the younger people get how it works and uh, yeah and so we we also began to um, uh, grow next to us uh, uh, next level with partners in okay. between our uh, two people and the senior designers now we have three partners by the side also former um, former senior designers they all work with us over 15 years now but uh, so we are very happy that we have people who are with us for many years. And these three partners, one, one, one woman, two men, it's not so typical for us, but so there are two men in this uh, uh, crowd. Uh, yeah, they work with us together. And when we are traveling, they are people to speak with and they help with creative questions or technical questions. And one is also responsible together with Peter for the contracts and for the discussing about the fees and so yeah we split this already a bit so yeah that is a bit well that's more. great because I think a lot of people struggle with how do you pass the torch right like how do you continue yeah. your legacy and allow you to still be very involved but also you know yeah. bring in others and I know it's always a topic of conversation people are like you know yeah, get to a certain point and you're like, what's next, right? Like, how do we exactly. continue this? So that's great. Yes. Found a way to work. And yeah. how big is your team overall? I'm sorry if you said it and I missed it. 35. Yeah. 35. Yeah. So that's a number. Plus the Indian office, which is yeah. currently eight, but growing fast. Yeah. Uh, India is, we are in India since four years now. And always five forget. years. Five years now. Yeah. Uh, and, and we started, of course, with a little office of two people. And now they are eight, but currently it, it picks up very fast. And, and Gaurav, our Indian uh, partner, uh, hires uh, and already rented another space, uh, another office. In fact, it's on the same level where we had the previous office in a large office building. So that's that's very good there. Yeah, that's yeah. great. And so are you getting a lot of work in India? Is that a new yeah. growth area? What are you working on over there? We actually the reason why we have that office is is Puni Chatwal. I don't know whether you know him. He is the CEO and managing director of Taj Hotels, Taj mm -hmm. Hotel Group. Uh, they, they call themselves Indian Hospitality, whatever group. Company Limited. <laughs> IHCL. Yeah. Yeah, uh, and they have other brands like Ginger Vivanta and so on, and we um, and and selection, and actually we. Um, Puneet asked us um, uh, to bring some more international approach to India, not in the luxury sector there. India always was very good, uh, traditional, but very good. Uh, but in the other sectors where they didn't want to be, um, they asked us to develop, to develop new concepts for their brands, Ginger, which is a budget brand, and Vivanta, which is a f it stars four to five star. A brand um, and uh, we did that and both brands rolled out very successful ginger or already has something like anyway there are more than a hundred ginger hotels in India alone but uh, already about 50 are in the new design within five years that's that's unbelievable fast that's crazy yeah. what was it like to recreate a budget brand was it 
it's actually that wasn't our first exercise. We we also uh, created uh, uh, Premier Inn. We did the European standard oh, rooms with oh, with, Bo with Boxy and oh. and uh, there was Capri by Frasers from Singapore. Uh, when they came to Germany, uh, we developed their their look and feel. So that was not new for us. Um, new was India to just to pick up the the market. Uh, what's the difference between India and and Germany? Because of course the the clients, the the guests that sleep in the hotel usually are not from Europe. Uh, although Puneet wanted to to make them more international. But uh, also at the same time, it had to be to be local, and and typically we found uh, some a way to to make the hotels as we felt typical Indian, more colorful, more bright, uh, also playful, um, and at the same time uh, they are international. It's it's uh, a ginger hotel could also be. In Germany or in New York, that that would always fit. Um, there are differences in habit in the habits. Indians eat all day long, so there are huge buffets and huge kitchen areas. Too many restaurants anyway. So from the 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 costs of employees is not that important as it it would be in Western countries. So they can afford this. Um, that's a, that's a functional difference. But design-wise, as I said, it's a mixture of Western design and, as we felt, Indian local feeling. And then we, local, local, we, we also included a, a feature wall in the lobby, which always reflects a, a very local theme uh, within India, because India is not India. India has uh, North India, which is completely different from South India, and East India is different from West India. It's a uh, India is huge. It's a big country with many differences. Every actually, uh, I I've learned they have thirty five languages, and that's why they all speak English to to communicate. So amazing, yeah. and I love how I forgot that you all did Capri, um, but how you have brought you know we talk about this a lot. Like you know, good design doesn't have to be expensive design, right? It just has to be thoughtful and interesting, and you can do that for a budget brand. I mean, Moxie, the one you did in Hamburg was an HD award winner, you know, and you had rugs on the ceiling. I mean, just tell us a little bit about your process and how you approach something um, and, you know, kind of the fun you have doing it and rethinking the norm. Yeah, that's a good, yeah, that's a, yeah, that's a good thing to having, having fun. Uh, it's, it's right. When you, when you, when we design a budget brand, so like Moxie, um, the good thing about it is already the, the, the whole team uh, with, with Marriott already, they are also very, happy to have finally a fun brand. <laughs> so a bit more that you, that you don't have to, take yourself your own yourself too seriously so uh, you, you can just lean back and relax and think of 
yeah, why not turn the, the world upside down uh, in the thinking uh, and why not hang the ceiling, the, the carpets on the ceiling? This was a reminiscence to uh, our storage warehouses in, in Hamburg, which still store from the past till today uh, oriental carpets there around the corner of the hotel. And we wanted to pay tribute to that and say, well, we use car carpets, but we hang them on the ceiling because we are moxie. So we, and sometimes, yeah, we, we like these, this kind of thinking. So so don't um, use the the, uh, the things you know from school or from designing form follows function. No, uh, just lean back and think differently and think, think with fun. So um, to inspire people to go there and yeah, then they can be even more inspired and go, go back and tell their families and friends go there. It's a nice place to, to be. So when we have fun, I think the clients have also fun. This yeah. is uh, the the recipe of that, <laughs> yeah. And yep. uh, for for these budget brands, uh, yeah, we we do both. We do luxury and we do budget. I think the common uh, thing when we design is that we love to not only the big gestures, but also the discoveries at second glance. And when you just discover after. Yeah, sitting in an armchair and swiveling and then, oh, wow, there in this drawer here, maybe when I look into it or so, then comes the color springing in my eye or so. Then uh, we love to, to also inspire people by walking through or by walking over a nice floor, which sounds and feels good or uh, smells, something like that. Uh, so uh, discoveries at second uh, glance are also same important for us as the big gestures. And this is the red thread through our designs, I think, the, the love for the details. Um, yeah. yeah. What's one project that... Um, was either something you learned the most from, I know you learned something in every project, but was probably one of your most challenging that, um, you know, kind of sticks with you or really um, emphasizes what you all do. Actually, there, I think there was one project that was really a, a big break for us uh, uh, because I don't know whether I mentioned uh, in uh, 2000. Three, I fell in receivership. Yeah, fell bankrupt yeah. after after 2001. Uh, so it took me one and a half years to <laughs> to to fall into receivership. But uh, then <clears throat> we started slowly again. We didn't lose so many clients. We we continued, but the business was was not that great. And then finally, we got a, a project which which was um, the Hilton. Uh, and Hilton Garden Inn, two hotels together, 600 rooms at Frankfurt Airport in a very iconic building, which is a like a big cigar, one kilometer long. Um, it's, it's a, a huge, crazy, um, iconic building, which at that time everybody in Germany knew. And we, we after the pitch, we got that that big job and. Uh, Brought us back on the on the map, uh, I would say, uh, as a tier designers. So that was, for me, that was the most important project. Challenges we've had, actually, we also have. We do not only learn with each project; we have challenges with with each project also. So, uh, yeah, but that that was the the one which changed the the company. Yeah, yeah, this was a game changer. That's right. Yeah. How did you stick through that? I mean, that's not easy to come back from. You know 
being in receivership and sticking through it and having that mentality that you can kind of pick your, pick your head up yeah. and do it again. Yeah. I think Peter is good in, in that. I can answer this for you, Peter, because I can, I, I saw it from with my eyes. I was always embarrassed when people talked to me, approached me and said, wow, what was there, the history? And I said, oh God, I find a way around this question. And I was, I didn't want to answer. I didn't want, I want, uh, always wanted to speak about new things and not about the past. But Peter, exactly the opposite. And this is the best way to go through it. It was his personal thing. But he, he was always, when he uh, introduced himself, when he met somebody, he approached him and said, hello, I'm Peter. Nice to meet you. Didn't you, did you hear? I fell in receivership and I said, oh God. No, nobody asked for that, but he always straight uh, approached people with the, the information because he didn't like them, them to get to know him and then hear it after this with, a, with another curve. Yeah. So um, I think being honest and being speaking openly about it, it's it's the best thing. And, and nowadays it's 20 years ago. And, and nowadays it's, it's more in fashion to be open and to be honest and to speak about everything and the problems. But I think 20 years ago, it was kind of different uh, era. And uh, and this was very special. I think this was the way to get over it better. Yeah. And, and I, I, I think yeah. it was always good to, 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 to be open with that uh, issue. And actually, I had a very good client at that time um, who uh, um, said to me, and that was very helpful, actually, a giant will stay a giant even when he falls. The main thing is that he stands up again, and uh, the, uh, because I was already a, a big office before my, my bankruptcy, uh, we had, as I said, we had offices in in south of Germany, Netherlands, and England, um, and Poland, um, and then then the receivership came. But uh, I don't think that we lost many clients through that open uh, thing. The, the reasons why we got uh, bankrupt were, were clear, and so we continued. And it, it, it was it was not, it was a break, but uh, it was a restart at the same time. And it, in the end, it was very positive. Okay, in the end, it was a consolidation. It was even better. So to to yeah, together. step back and think about what did we do and what could we do better. And uh, yeah, it's always a chance. It was even better. Yeah, that's great. I know you're working on some exciting things like a river cruise and a few other things. What What are you most looking forward to, I guess? We are very happy that it's uh, finally uh, ready. And uh, yeah, but we work on another cruise, uh, on a big cruise, uh, on an ocean cruise. We do it, uh, the river cruise, we did every part. So uh, also the captains and the cruise areas and everything, the back of house and the front of house. Um, but on this ocean cruiser, it's much, much bigger. We do the suites, the, the high-end rooms up to the presidential and everything and the dedicated areas to the suites so sweet dining uh, decks sun decks around and a corridor special uh, public areas and this is um, challenging it's totally 
yeah, somehow it's very similar to hospitality on on land, but on the other hand, it's it's very different, different of course, because working with steel and working with the shipyards, totally different, yeah, procedures. Uh, but we have experienced team members here, two year ladies who are experienced in that, and uh, yeah, we we love to work on that. I think this ocean cruiser will be ready in two thousand twenties five or six or so we have to wait a bit yes for yeah. that don't you have to wait for but... all projects these days <laughs> they're all <laughs> away, right? i mean what have yeah. you taken from hospitality and infused into your cruise ships even the river cruise even you know more kind of like a boutique property um and what have you taken from both i know weight matters and different material you have to use different materials and all those good things but how have you kind of taken your hospitality approach and uh evolved it Let's say yes. for the, the Arosa brand, that's the ship we, we, which is swimming already, Arosa Sena. Um, they approached us because of our hospitality experience on land as they wanted to change their, their image and their clientele. Cruise ship on, on, a, on a river cruise uh, so far, I think around the world, is something for the elder people has been <laughs> and uh, they wanted to change to uh, more a resort uh, issue with with younger families and and uh, so they changed all their communication all the the marketing and they they now use because it's a german brand they use a, a, a very famous german actress which is young and she has a family and um, they asked us um how would you approach a cruise ship that that uh, is similar to to a hotel on land but swims and is in a different destination every day and and, and uh, how can we become younger <clears throat> and uh, we we found a concept concept uh, which is not just young not 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 loud not uh, not a party brand like moxie it, it we we had to find a solution that would also accommodate the elderly, um, but at the same time, <laughs> at the same time, is attractive uh, for the for the young families. So marketing wise, Arosa already had uh, um, uh, the idea of of having child children areas, play areas. Um, we have a large spa area on the on the boat. And and these features are not existing on other river cruises. So, um, just functionally already, they we 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 were lucky enough to get a, a, an idea for a product which really fit fits to the to our design uh, approach. Yeah. Korea, do you want to add something about yeah, the design? Yeah. No, this is perfect. Yeah, we wanted to. Yeah, because river cruises. Uh, uh, slow cruising and you can you feel that you can touch the the land side when you just uh, cruise through the the, the cities and um, so it's uh, yeah coming calming calm down and um, yeah it's a sitting a city hopping uh, but with uh, yeah coming down when you c come back from the inspiring city from the loud city from the colors and the lights of the city you come back on the ship this was our aim then you come down the the cabins the the guest rooms are the cabins the cabins are very 
calm in their approach and their design and then we open it up for children too we have kids areas and but this these areas like the wellness like the spa and like different dining areas F&B areas which also bring you down and inspire you this was very important yeah, yeah and it. not the partying and not the bingo playing <laughs> has there been one either hospitality experience or design experience that kind of changed how you think about things or travel experience no but maybe uh, my favorite hotel was i have to say because it's not anymore delano delano in miami when I studied already, then these Philip Stark uh, houses came up, Paramount, Royalton in New York City and so on, and then Delano. And when I was there first time, I, I knew it from the pictures. And when I was there the first time, I was really bah, touched. I, it's such a super combination inside, outside, these curtains, these white curtains in the wind. And then like a big runway through it, you see and to be seen, but also inspired and and nice food and nice and, and humor and the sense of humor. I love this. Uh, the pool is in the pool at the end. So it's just that height of water and people are sitting there with their feet in the water, cool their feet because Miami heat. And it's um, it's an Instagrammable moment, by the way. And Philip Stark designed it 30 years ago. So there was no Instagram. <laughs> there right. at that yeah, time. he was ahead of his but time. It was a, but it was a good photo spot. And, uh, and so, so many inspirations, so many right things, what he did there. And yeah, this was always my inspiration. And always when I was in Miami, I went there. And last time I was there a few months, uh, one month ago, it's now not anymore. I know. It will be changed. So They're opening yeah. up a Maison Delano in Paris. I'm excited to see what they do with the yeah. brand under Chiron. Yeah, that's right. Yes. Yeah. I'm like, I'm yes. going to Paris as soon as it opens. <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah, we'll yeah. meet there. We'll meet there, Karina. <laughs> yeah, please. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yes, for me, for me, it probably was the the country India, which was so inspiring. Uh, I I didn't know India five years ago, and then I I went there, and uh, it's such a rich culture. It's it's uh, and there are so many ultra luxury rich people there, and there is such a poorness, and and that these contrasts and the and the spirit also. It's a Mentally, it's a it's a very interesting country, and uh, the combination of how the rich live together with the poor and the other way around in the same in the same quarter actually, um, and and seeing all the 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 richness of the palaces which were built just fifty years ago, um, it's it's a, a world that I never experienced before, and that for me was really. A cultural, it's not not a shock. The contrast of a shock. Yeah, I a, a cultural inspiration where I uh, my English is so bad. Sorry, where I really uh, uh, take took a lot of yeah. for my for my life. Yeah, yeah. And after you know thirty plus years in the business, what do you think are first an opportunity for hospitality moving forward and your biggest challenge? Yeah, <clears throat> design-wise, I wouldn't, I, I could not say where the future is going, actually. Um, but definitely, the the hospitality industry is going to be more virtual. 
um, the, the big success companies are those who are good in, in marketing, in selling. Right. And uh, the current trend is that a hotel doesn't need to be in one house. A hotel could be an apartment here and an apartment there and, and, and so on. Um, so, uh, yeah, the, actually, they, the, the content changes. I don't know how off a hotel, off hospitality, I don't know how the design will follow up uh, this this trend of of getting more uh, virtual, um, yeah, and the, the with the crypto uh, uh, things and, and and so on. That's a it's it's a a world that is the NFTs. Uh, we just spoke about this today. Um, those tokens that can be used for for overnights, but also you can buy and and. Yeah, other things. That's something that will change the hospitality industry. How it influences design, we will see. Yeah, Karina, anything to add? Yeah, I'm more the hands-on person, step by step. So I'm always observing and uh, everywhere what is changing our minds. And uh, I think the last few years, of course, uh, did many things with everybody and uh, so coming together again with the community this is more more not so far away like Peter science fiction <laughs> visions so just coming together again designing for a community being on my own being alone but together this is the chance for a hotel still and again and uh, designing for yeah these areas coming together working remotely uh, not anymore in the in the offices but on traveling uh, on on the on the trip and uh, on the trips and in the hotel lobbies and so designing yeah for these no, new and old but newly refreshed demands I find this still very, very inspiring and very challenging for us, very pushing us again. So what will change us now coming together again? Yeah. So I hate to end the conversation because I could hang out with you guys forever, but we always end the podcast with the title of the podcast. So what has been your greatest lesson learned or lessons learned along the way? I would say hospitality design as the whole life is an up and down and uh, when the, we have a, a down, the next up is, go, is going to come. I think the Americans say there's a silver line on the horizon everywhere um, and uh, the, the, the hills are not endless. So going up will means also uh, going down again. Um, and you have to get to, to accept that it's not only one direction, it's always up and down. Oh, I love that. All right, yeah, super. you get the final word somehow. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, uh, thank you. Um, yeah, I think uh, hospitality design is still a people's business. We are people designing for people. And uh, this is the, the greatest gift and greatest challenge at the same time. And uh, we learn each day from another, but from the different angles and opinions and um, yeah you can see the success of a design when we design a hotel you can see immediately the success if the people walk in or not or walk out again and don't come back and so yeah we have to keep in touch with with the demands and the new wishes of the society thank you both so much for spending this uh last hour with me it was such a pleasure um, and i hope i get to see you both in real life soon 
Yes. Thank you, Stacy. That's what we are wishing. Yes. This episode of Hospitality Designs What I've Learned podcast was brought to you by Craft and Maine. You can learn more about them at craftandmaine.com. If you like what you've heard, subscribe and review us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. You can find full episodes, transcripts, and images at hospitalitydesign.com.